Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How are we doing? We great? We, we living? We making it? Because, damn, it's nice outside today here, and I am loving it. I know last week I was bitching about the weather, and the week before, and probably the week before that, but <laughs> it is, uh, let me look here, 63 right now, and I think it actually hit like 65 earlier. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, we do have a couple cold days coming. Not really cold. It's like 48 for the high in the next two days. And after that, it's 50s, 60s, and 70s. And I could not be happier. The sun is shining. And it's just making me super happy for spring and all the wonderful things coming with it. There's just something about the sun shining and it being warm that just makes my heart so happy. But we did have some pretty good thunderstorms the other night, which I fucking love thunderstorms at night. I don't know why. I mean, as long as they're not, like, super severe, like, tornado type. But I sleep so fucking amazingly with a thunderstorm. It's it's crazy. I love it. So is everybody doing good? Did we have a great Ostara? Did we have a wonderful intro to spring? I really hope so. Or if you are... In the other parts of the world, you're entering fall now, which awesome. I don't know how I would feel to have spooky season be in the spring instead. I just now realized that. So I guess it would kind of be like the same kind of weather because it's still kind of chill out, not really. Oh man. You guys don't get to experience like all the leaves on the ground and the changes around spooky season. But maybe it's better there. I don't know. I'll have to experience it to actually be able to have an informed decision, I guess. Oh, well. Sorry. Got sidetracked. But that just made me like, oh. So, per usual, everything has been crazy like normal. Like, I've just accepted it at this point. Um, weird shit. Uh, but let me tell y'all what's fuck happened. Also, seasonal allergies. Spring is, whew, really making my allergies go crazy. But... You guys, so I had a situation this week, like, super bad. So my mom had bought me um, two bottles of shampoo. It's called uh, Not Your Mother's. It's the Moonstone something. Moonstone purple shampoo, I think. But it's actually gray, so it was weird. But she bought it for me, like, years ago. These two big bottle pumps. And she bought them at, like, a discount place. It's kind of like a... think, like, um... TJ Maxx or Marshalls meets like a local thrift store kind of deal. So they get things in bulk and, you know, get big, good deals on stuff like that. So she bought me a couple bottles and I completely forgot about them. I put them in the um, storage, like for overstock stuff that I have at the house. So what have been Tuesday, I think Tuesday, Thursday, or no, Wednesday night, Wednesday, Wednesday. I... Uh, it was low on shampoo and I just opened the cabinet and was going through and I was cleaning shit out and I thought well fuck I'll try these I haven't tried them you know I've had them forever y'all do not use shampoo that you've had for fucking years because <laughs> I always go to bed with my hair wet and I woke up with half of my hair on my pillow from one side of my head it all broke off straight up fucking broke 
So here's the thing. You guys know that, I'm sure you guys have seen enough pictures of me, you guys know that I'm normally blonde with different colors in my hair. I don't really do just like the one color and it's not that I don't like it. I love it on other people. People, I am always amazed by the beauty of people's hair and the colors and I just like to have a lot of different colors. I like to have a variety. I just don't like myself the way I look with just one solid color. I like the multifaceted of everything. So, you guys know, also, I'm normally blondish uh, with different colors. And my natural hair color is blonde. It was, like, white blonde when I was little. And now I'm getting older, a lot older. It's coming in black and gray. Like, I've got salt and pepper shit going crazy. Fine, cool, that's great. I always said one day I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to get my roots dyed, like, black. And the rest of my hair, like, a platinum and just let it fucking go. Like, more on the silver tone platinum. Anyway. So, I've been doing, like, this bleach bath stuff and to lighten it a little bit more instead of doing a full bleaching. So, I added a little bit of the Not Your Mother's to my normal bleach bath stuff that I do every now and then. And, y'all, it fucking fried my hair off. Like, I've never had a problem. I've been in this shit for years. Never had a problem. But this shampoo that I added in this time fucked me over. So, then I come to find out that it is not even, like... I don't think it's a real bottle of Not Your Mother's. I think it's knockoff. So, you know how sometimes, like, people will make their own and sell it? Not, like, individual people, but, like, companies will kind of, like, knock it off and then sell it. Anyway, the point is, uh, it ruined my fucking hair. So, I was like, well, I can't do bleach anymore. I can't, I'm gonna have to get away from the blonde for a little bit of the bleaching. So, I dyed my hair dark gray. <laughs> Not intentionally. I originally decided to do my, um, uh roots and black and then just have like the light gray the rest of it but it did not do the way I thought it would because that shampoo has fried my fucking structural whatever that it is all gray my roots are a little bit darker than normal but it's on plus side it's washable so it's not going to be super bad it's gonna fade out and then I can go in with my um permanent black and do or not I don't even know I'm just gonna do black roots and let the rest be like a light gray but it's been a fucking trip y'all I'm telling you so <laughs> I'm getting used to this and I, the way I've got it styled you can't really tell that half of it's missing on one side because it's not it, like the bottom layer is still there but now I have like a really short fucking layer going on but I just kind of blended it in so I'll post some pictures later when I actually do something with it I've got it uh air drying today so it takes fucking hours to dry because it's thick and curly. Well, it was thick. It's not fucking thick anymore. But uh, enough about my fucking hair. So things uh, have been pretty calm. Other than, you know, like the normal crazy shit. But calm in my home for a change. So that's nice. Besides the hair episode, obviously. Um, but no, I, I really have been having a great week. Um, work has been weird. Um, I, I, yeah. That's just all I can say. We had a truck driver that said maybe five words total to us. It was so weird. Like, we're trying to be friendly and, oh, are you having a great day? How did you enjoy the drive? Like, you know, was it a long drive? Was it hard? Sorry, you had to wait overnight because you got here late. Couldn't, you know. But he, like, literally said five words to us the whole three hours he was there unloading the truck. So I'm like, okay, that just changes your whole fucking mood. Makes you want to, like, be all crabby and shit. So it's just a lot. So... I really hope that everyone else is having a great time. 
had a great week and a great spring equinox. So, I think it'll be a wonderful week coming up. Super pumped. I've got some big plans to end March with and to uh, kind of spring into April. Um, you guys, so, real quick before we get into everything. You know that I told you that uh, my ads are changing for... Spotify, it went from me and Anchor to Spotify now because it's Spotify for podcasters, which I really like because I don't actually use Spotify a lot um, to listen to music or um, podcasts. I usually use Apple just because it's right there. It's easier to just go through my Apple bill. I don't have to worry about it. Well, since I started using uh, Spotify for podcasters, it has started tracking things for me, like information that I need to know about my podcast. And guys, we are at almost 10,000 subscribers to my podcast. And that's great for me for being somebody who just literally does this for fun to be the person that I needed growing up. And it's a lot of fun. But pod- or, uh, podcast Spotify keeps saying, oh, add a subscription base, add a subscription base so that your listeners can ha- listen ad free and early and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't want to. And so it has this thing that pops up and it's like, run your numbers. And it came up and uh, it's like, you can make all this money per month with um, subscriber ads and, you know, um, subscriber uh, where people subscribe and it had like a $5 a month thing and everything. And Chab and I were laughing and we're like, we'll just do like $1 a month, put it in because it like has you calculate it, you know, you put in how much you want or whatever. And um, so we put it in as one $1. Um, person, you know, per month subscription thing, and it popped up, and it's like, there is an error, there is an error, you have X amount of potential earning power, I wish I would take a screenshot of it, it was just funny, it was kind of like Spotify was laughing at me for, you know, putting in the one dollar amount, but we're not doing it, it was just something funny that it kept popping up, because it kept pushing me, like, every time I hit cancel, or you know, revisit this again later, it just kept popping up, and you can make X amount of dollars, and you could do this, blah, 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 and I'm like, okay, it was just super funny, like, I just, I was dying laughing, but I thought, you know, that would be, like, what if I made a quarter, <laughs> and it won't let you put in change, <laughs> it makes you do a whole dollar, I mean, which was just funny, so, what got us even on that whole thing of remembering that, because Trav and I were talking about a dream he had that, uh, he got rich off of, uh, making a podcast, and we got talking about dreams, and that brought me into a whole realm of fucking weird shit with dreams, and it's crazy because even experts don't fully understand dreaming and how it works, and they honestly just aren't sure why we dream or how exactly it's you know, how it's caused, how it's, you know, all this works, but what's super fucking cool is in Japan, they are working on, okay, so, rewind, pause, uh, Chab always said when he, like, for years, like, we've been married 23 years, for 22 of those years, he said it'd be really cool if you could record your dreams and play them back, and I'm like, yeah, that's fucking cool, but that's, like, literally impossible, no, y'all, it's fucking happening, okay? It's not perfect, or it's not perfect yet. It's not, like, completely understood or anything or ready to go in the market. But in Japan, they have a, this thing where they put you into MRI and they re- re- 
they read your brain waves through the MRI system and they fucking record your dream. Like it's still fuzzy, but like you can see the dream. Like you can see it. And it's fucking crazy. I will try to find the YouTube link and put it in the show notes for this episode because it's fucking cool. It is awesome to think how close we are to this. I mean, I don't know that we'll see it perfected in my lifetime. I really hope so. I mean, as fast as technology is growing and as quick as we're able to, like, process things these days, I would think maybe we could, but it would be so fucking awesome if we could just have that ability to record our dreams and play them back. It makes so much fucking sense and just be awesome. You can explain things to people better, your dreams. You can understand them and remember them easier because they fucking like as soon as you wake up it's like you have 30 seconds before the whole thing's gone if you don't suddenly remember it or the whole thing's just wiped away and you forget everything so it would be fucking cool as shit so dreams got me thinking dreams have a lot of meaning sometimes they are just a fucking dream sometimes there's really not a whole lot behind it or is there And I know I've said in the past, sometimes like a dream is just a dream, but sometimes a dream that is just a dream has some subtle shit that we're not even paying attention to. It is beyond fucking crazy how our brains even work to dream. And they say that it happens during your REM cycle, which I never knew until recently. It was called rapid eye movement cycle. Like, so I guess I didn't realize like your eyes are fucking bouncing back and forth or something while you're asleep. I don't know. So I'm going to have to start, like, watching Travis's eyes, I guess. I'm going to get a little flashlight and look at his eyes while I'm doing it so I can see what's going on. But, uh, I'm just super excited about, you know, this technology. I know I keep getting sidetracked. I'm really excited about this and, and hope that it does come soon. But, the so the REM cycle is basically when our brains are super fucking active. I mean, they're almost as active as when we're awake. And it creates all of these scenarios and different events in our heads. And it's really cool to think about how that fucking works. Like, our brain is being super active, but our body is completely unaware of what's happening. And we are just going to town. Like, it's crazy the shit that comes out of it. And I've had a lot of experiences with dreams and premonitions. And dreams basically letting me know a lot of shit that's happening and... A lot of my sensitivity does start in my dreams and come from there. And I've had a lot of things really just make me change from my dreams. So that's what I want to kind of get into with you guys today. How dreams affect our craft and our lives and how to really interpret your dreams. Because there's no just one right answer when it comes to dreams. So let's go, y'all. it's crazy because some dreams seem so fucking real like I will wake up and be so fucking confused of where I am how I got here what the fuck's happening and just be completely lost or fucking freaked out or just feel like I'm something just completely off and there are times where I don't know what was real and what wasn't like 
I'll have something happen and I'll be like, oh no, like I, I have that or that happened and it was a fucking dream, but it seems so fucking real that it's still there. And it's worked its way into my fucking conscious to believe that it like actually happened. Or sometimes I'll have a dream like I've had a dream where Travis cheated on me before and I wake up so fucking mad at him and I just want to like slap him. But I know he didn't do anything wrong, but I still have the emotions are there and they're real and I still feel them. It's fucked up. It's super fucked up. What also is fucking weird is that some dreams seem like they last forever. Like it's been eight years and you have this whole story life of everything happening and all the things going on and it, it's your entire fucking life and then you wake up and it's a dream and it's been like 10 minutes since the last time you saw the clock or something crazy like that. It's fucking weird because dreams are so complex and so filled with so many different fucking things that have to, to happen in your brain, in your body to create the dream, but yet they're so simple that it's just your subconscious working while your body rests. It's fucking crazy. And some dreams are super quick, but it's been like a really long time. Like it's so fucking weird. There's so much mystery still surrounding dreams and how they actually work and how our body creates them and what decides, you know, this part or that part of how things are going to happen. And we can forget a dream so fast, like super fast as we wake up, we open our eyes and we're like, oh, hey, I had that. Nope, it's gone. It's completely gone. You can't remember a thing of it. But there are some times that you have a dream and that fucking dream sticks with you for a long, long time. You still feel it. Like I said, you know, something will happen and you'll think it happened in real life. And then you realize, oh, no, wait, that was a dream I had. But it also can have effects on you where you can remember dreams like I remember dreams from my childhood a few of them there's a a select few that I remember very well and will never ever forget one of my dreams that I will I will never forget was a reoccurring dream actually and it it makes so much sense now as an adult and now that I know who I am and where I am and what I'm doing but as a kid I had a dream that I, so in my parents' house, the, what we call the back porch, the laundry room was an added addition. Used to, to get to my bedroom, you would have to go through the bathroom to get to my bedroom. And that's a lot of ways in older places, you know, (coughs) excuse me. You'd have to go through the bathroom to get to my bedroom. Sorry. So the, um, uh, yep. The, the back porch, we called it, was just the laundry room was added on. So I had a door in my room to that. So there were two doors. So in my dream, I would come out of my uh, bedroom door into the laundry room slash back porch and walk to the kitchen. There was a lion in there. And I'd have to walk on the counter. So it couldn't get me. For some reason, it couldn't get up there. It couldn't get to me on the counter. So it could only circle me on the floor. So I'd have to walk across the counters onto the stove, hop onto a, um, it's an old pie safe hutch, and then jump to the washer and dryer on the back porch to get to my room for safety. But sometimes I couldn't make it across there because the lion would eat me. We never actually ate me, but like in my dreams, he was going to eat me if I didn't. It was crazy. But this kept happening and happening and happening for all, I mean, for years. Like I had this dream reoccurring. Probably the first time I ever had, I was like five. And probably the last time I had it, I was maybe 17 or 18. 
and I could not figure out for the life of me why this lion was constantly chasing me while he was following me around everything and the weird thing was okay so the kitchen was different than what it was in real life because you guys notice when you have dreams there's always something a hair but different nothing is exactly how it is in your like say you're having a dream about something happening and you're in your house nothing is exactly like it is there's always something that's a hair bit different well in this case as the time progressed and things got modernized in the house so did my dream things in the dream in the kitchen were modernized as well but they weren't the exact same it's so fucking weird now as an adult i've known it for years now but um i now know that that dream was my courage pushing me and scaring me and not really scaring but I mean it was scary at the time but it was my courage to be proud of who I am and stand up and just be me because I hid for so long I was stuck to the outside I could never get down and get in I always had to be pushed to the side and be up you know be away from it I could never connect with it now I know that's what it was it was my courage telling me to come out and be me and not be scared of who I am as a person and quit pretending to be someone I'm not it's it's crazy because it was right there the whole time but I never put it together until I actually realized what the fuck was happening and who I am so it's it's really cool to know that that wasn't like a I mean it is a scary dream and it was especially the five girl was fucking petrifying as an adult to look back and realize it wasn't a scary dream it was a push to accept and embrace myself for who I really am and it's wonderful I'm so I so wish I would have realized back then but I didn't so it's just crazy but there are dreams that like I had dreams last night that I cannot fucking remember to save my life but I remember this dream and I remember specifics and details of the dream all the time the changing backgrounds the modernizations of the kitchen I just I remember every bit of it but I don't remember shit from my dream last night it's crazy lucid dreams are also really fucking weird because lucid dreams are we're in control I mean we we have these basically when we're in the state between the REM cycle and being awake and you're kind of in control of your dream and you know you're dreaming and I told you guys before if you're ever in this uh, doing lucid dreaming to ask someone the date and time I keep forgetting or I don't realize like what's happening until it's too, like or I'll wake myself up as I'm trying to remember to do it so I still am trying to get there and do it but the cool thing about lucid dreaming is you can totally manipulate that situation you can control your actions your thoughts and and things you do and, and sometimes you can manipulate the other people around you but experts, quote unquote, say that you shouldn't try to manipulate them, the, manipulate the situation or your dreams. You should just let it happen and let your dreams flow naturally. Yeah, you probably should, but fuck that. I want to have some fun with it. I want to, if I'm going to be in that state, I'm going to have some fun. And I'm going to try to do something that's going to make me understand what's happening. You know what I mean? Like, last time I was lucid dreaming, I started off as I was trying to do astral projection and I just got lost honestly I got up and I made it to the kitchen and then I walked through a doorway and I was somewhere 
outside with a bunch of people in a whole different area, and it was actually a big city. I think it might have been New York or something, but it was so weird. And all I was trying to do was get back to see if the blue ball was in the kitchen. Why? I don't fucking know. But it was really cool because I was just like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of New York. So I went walked back through the doorway to get me to my kitchen. It was fucking cool. But it made me realize, even though I was lucid dreaming and I'm aware of the situation and I could control things in it, I was still looking for something. I was searching for something. In this case, blue made me realize that I was searching for, because it was light blue. It was like a indigo. I, I could see the ball in my head, I mean, but it made me realize I was searching for peace and I was trying to find tranquility. Now, I say that because colors have an effect on it, which we'll get into that here in a minute, but I'm searching for something. I'm searching for a blue ball. The, the blue color it was was a light color, like an indigo-y, like a pastel kind of blue, which for me is serenity and peace and calmness and tranquility. And so I did have a lot of shit going on in my life at the time, so I realize now that I was searching for that peace and tranquility in the situation that I was dealing with. But in reality, for some reason, I just wanted to, I mean, not really, I just wanted to find the blue ball. That's all I was worried about was finding that blue ball. I want to leave New York, back into my kitchen to find the blue ball. Lucid dreaming is fun, but sometimes it can be scary. Um, especially when you're like telling yourself to wake up, if it's like a bad dream or a nightmare and you're trying to tell yourself to wake up, but it's not really working. And you know it's a dream, but it's still, like, freaky. And you have to calm yourself down to tell yourself it's a dream and to wake up. Or else you're just going to let it take over and you're not going to be lucid dreaming anymore. You're going to go into a full REM cycle, deep sleep dream. And it can go very wrong and become a total nightmare from that point. Speaking of nightmares. Nightmares are usually caused by stress, conflict, fear, trauma, emotional issues, maybe medications you're on. Uh, drug or alcohol use, maybe an illness. You guys have heard of fever dreams where when you're sick, you have fucking weird hallucinatory dreams. It's crazy because it's basically our subconscious is, is running the show in a nightmare or in any dreams, really. And there's not much we can do to control it or to change it. But what's ca- like the cause behind the nightmares things that maybe we can't control like you can't necessarily control fear and and trauma until you deal with it so in a way we need to maybe do some shadow work to kind of see what's going on especially if you're having a nightmare very often whether it be a repeating nightmare because repeated dreams are or nightmares um are definitely a sign that you need to pay attention to something like something is trying to get you to address an issue or solve a problem or take a deeper look at what's going on kind of it's happening to scare you to do what you need to do to make a change to take action to do something but what if you keep having these nightmares and you have no fucking clue what is happening or why maybe you've dealt with everything in the dream but you're still not sure of why you're having it So this is a great time to do a little bit of shadow work. And this is not something you have to do like a shit ton of like multiple steps. And I mean, sometimes you will. It just depends on how deep the issue is. 
but it's also going to help you number one identify the issue and number two work your way through it so that you can stop the nightmares and you can get yourself back into a more peaceful calming state and it's going to create better sleep and better for you so you can get back to dreaming about things that are actually going to be productive or helpful or just a joy for you because dreams help us solve, solve problems um, they incorporate memories uh, they help us process emotion and it's definitely a way of giving us answers and warnings. So, when we're dreaming, my dreams a lot of time have to do with, obviously, my craft and things that I'm, I've got going on or um, signs that, hey, there's something up that you need to address. And a lot of things I've had with my body, and those are premonitions that I've had a lot of. Uh, I did have two very, very clear dreams that were literally like straight premonitions it was literally like the video of what is happening played and then the next day it all happened so the first one i think i've told you guys these before so i'll make it quick because if you've already listened to the first episode or several first episodes you already know my very first one that i had i was 18 and i was working at a place in lafayette which is about 30 miles away 30 minute drive whatever and i had a dream that i was on my way and I, um, I forgot my cell phone, so I had to go back home and get it. Again, this was 1999, so cell phones weren't something that everybody had, but I had one. And I forgot it all the time. Like, I just forgot to carry it with me because I usually didn't call anybody. But if I went out of town, I always took it. But I forgot it that morning. So I'm running behind, and I'm taking the back way to work because I worked in actually West Lafayette at the time. And I get to this curve, which is a very sharp curve it's a it's a 90 degree angle turn in the middle of nowhere and in my dream a white car had come around the curve the opposite way and was in my lane which caused me to swerve and go off and go into a ditch on the side of the road and I had this accident and I was covered in poison ivy and poison oak and all kinds of stuff and just horrible and I woke up itching and panicking and couldn't breathe and I was just freaking the fuck out so when I woke up, I am number one, I'm running behind. Number two, I told my mom about the dream. I'm like, mom, I had a dream. I went to, I had a wreck on the way there. Like everything was horrible, blah, blah, blah. Freaking out. So she's like, it's fine. It's just a dream. You're fine. Go to work. So I get ready to leave, realize I forgot my cell phone. Go back home, grab my cell phone and head out. And I'll be damned if I did not get to that area and everything happened exactly as my dream. There was a white car right there coming on the curb on my side of the lane i swerved to miss the car went off the fucking edge because there was no railings there to save you went off the edge ended up in a field crawled out of my window because i couldn't get my door open out of my window landed in a patch of poison ivy poison oak and poison sumac which i am highly highly almost deathly allergic to it was fucking horrible and i'm calling 911 on my cell phone and it's literally taking me, it's bouncing back and forth because I'm in between Attica and Lafayette. So it's bouncing back and forth from uh, Lafayette's 911 system to Attica's 911 system. I was technically in the next county, but it just kept bouncing. And it was fucking crazy. Like, it was so fucked up, so weird, so just clear as day, laid out. 
of how things are going to be. This is what's going to happen. Prepare yourself. It was a sign not to go. It was a sign to take a different route. It was a sign to do anything different, but I didn't listen. I did it anyway. I went to work and I ignored it because my mom said it was fine. I mean, and I'm not blaming her, but I, I just, I thought it was fine. I thought it was just a crazy dream. And then I get there and everything fucking happens and it was horrible. And that's when I realized how badly allergic I was to everything before. I just thought, okay, you know, I get a really bad rash and everything and I do my best to stay away from it. But this was totally different. This was, uh, I had to, <laughs> my whole body swole up. Like I was covered in head to toe in this rash. Cause it, I mean, it went through my clothes and everything. And I mean, I'm literally in the field wallowing, wallowing, is that the right word? Rolling around, we'll say that. Cause I couldn't get up. I mean, it's very, um, it's like a hill into the ditch, but I'm either way or edge. Anyway, I'm covered. So I'm literally swollen everywhere. When I bit my knee, I know so this is so gross, but when I would bend my knees to like walk the, um, stuff that was inside, like the pussy stuff that was inside all of my sores from this would pop and squirt out. So I had to walk stiff legged. I had to line my whole, like my pants and everything with some type of, uh, like a gauze, to absorb everything, I had to have medicine, I, have to keep, I had to keep going and getting shots daily so that it would stop spreading, so it could dry out, and I was in so much pain, and so just uncomfortable, insufferable conditions dealing with this shit, because it literally covered my entire fucking body, it was horrible, I quit that job, I was like, yeah, fuck this, I'm done, not going back, not worth it, I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm gonna pass it was horrible. So the second dream, I've told you guys this, so I'll make this one super quick. It was the night before my doctor's appointment with Brady. I was pregnant with him. So that night, it was six days before my due date. We had a doctor's appointment the next morning. Went to bed, woke up. I told Trav to grab everything because in my dream, I went to labor with him on the way up there. Oddly enough, around West Point, the same halfway point. We couldn't get a hold of anybody. We needed help getting somebody to um, help come up because we had Mace with us because Mace was only 17 months old. And uh, I had a super quick labor and had the baby right then. And the next morning, it happened. I woke up, told Trav, grab everything, hum the baby. And it happened. I went into labor and we couldn't get a hold of anybody. We didn't have the cell phone with us. And everything happened exactly like the dream. So there are dreams that you have that are clear, fucking, plain as day, premonitions. There are signs and everything's clear. It might as well just be written out. You are going to go into labor. You're going to have this baby. Take everything with you. Do it now. You're going to have a car accident. Do not go to work. Take a different route. Don't do this. Blah, blah, That That's basically what the dream should have been. But it was a visual dream, so it wasn't just a written sign. It was a sign all out. But it was clear as fuck. Other dreams, we have to try to figure out what they mean. But our minds need to be open to this. And that's why a lot of people turn to witches and and the craft to try to figure out their dreams. Because a lot of people just expect dreams to be about exactly what they are. They expect them to be clear signs or clear, made out. Okay, there's a chicken in my yard and I'm feeding it. Okay, so I'm going to have a chicken come up in my yard. And they expect all dreams to be super clear like that. But we, being the open-minded, free-thinking people we are, 
we understand that there's a lot more depth to it and there is a lot more meaning behind it and there's a lot more that goes into it and it's not just so black and white there's so much gray there Sigmund Freud actually believed that dreams were a window into our subconscious our dark hidden side if you will uh, they reveal our desires and thoughts and motivate us our, excuse me and our motivation our fears and signs from the universe so I mean he was kind of on something there right he said dreams were a way for people to satisfy urges and desires that were not usually accepted by our normal society. And in a way, he's right. There are some things that people don't... And I think... So let me rephrase this. I think what he means by that is they are sometimes ways for us to make ourselves understand what is going on in our bodies and in our minds. Because... Did you ever have, like, a dream where some stuff's going on in your life and then you have a dream and all of a sudden you just realize, like, it just made sense even though I hadn't, it didn't seem like I had anything to do with the dream. Like, it didn't seem like that dream actually meant anything that was anywhere near the situation, but yet you solved that problem or that situation or issue after you had the dream. I guarantee you they're probably connected. And that's because we have just become in a world so used to things being black and white that we have forgotten how much coding goes into things and our brains did not forget that they know that they're going to make us work for things they don't want us just to have the answer our brains like to kind of fuck with us a little bit but our subconscious has a way of just making things happen the way it wants so sorry about that um that was work calling so um, I didn't want to just edit it and make a whole different section, so I just kept going with it. But anyway, yeah, I got lost on my train of thought for a second. I'm so sorry. My point was, our brains act in a way to tell us a story instead of directly being open and being like, hey, this is something going on. It's like our brains want to play games with us. Our subconscious is like, look, I'm not in control very often. You know, the the conscious is in control, so I'm going to have some fun while I can. But sometimes it's also like, yeah, I don't feel like this. This is something that you need to deal with. So here, deal with it. This is what's going on. This is how it's going to happen. You're good. Other times it's just like, let's play a game. And what am I thinking? (laughs) I mean, honestly, think about it. But when we do have very clear dreams that are just cut and dry, what's going on, they're premonitions and they're usually caused by not only our subconscious, but other energies and spirits trying to help warn us because they already know what's going to happen and they want us to be aware. And that's why people, literal fucking doctors, have said that when we have dreams like this, literally laying everything out flat as can be happening exactly the same way that's not a premonition it's not a sign it's a coincidence no motherfucker it is not a coincidence it is a sign it is a premonition it is the universe and the energies around us warning us that something is going on okay so it is definitely something that we need to pay attention to because honestly Like I said, dreams are just so fucked up, so complex, and there's so much gray that it cannot just be black and white and coincidental. So, but 
dreams can motivate us to change and take action. And that's where doctors will say, oh, well, you only did it because you subconsciously had this dream. So it was just a coincidence. No, no. So we've been over all of this. You know, we, we know what dreams are. We know we have them. We know some are cut and dry, but some have a lot of hidden meaning. Okay. So what do they mean? What is that hidden meaning? How do we read this code? Let's take a little break and we will talk about that. And we're back. My brain keeps saying, you said Siegfried and Roy instead of Sigmund Freud. And I don't know if I actually did or not. I don't know. Did I... Did I really say Siegfried and Roy instead of Sigmund Freud? I don't know. But I feel stupid if I did. I didn't mean to, obviously. I'm talking about Sigmund Freud. That's who I was quote-unquote quoting. Quote-unquote quoting. Fuck. Um, but I was thinking about tigers and lions and bears because I was talking about lions in my dream. And then it got me thinking lions and tigers and bears are my. And then I thought lions or tigers and tigers and mold Siegfried and Roy are one of them. And then my brain just kept saying you said that you said that you said that so i don't know if i said that or not but i was talking about sigfried roy sigmund freud fuck i'm going home wait i am home all right so fuck um so as i was saying some dreams are clear and easy to read very clear to understand cut dry to the point that's what it is but many 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 dreams are much deeper now the question is how do you know what is much deeper and what is just a dream that is clear and concise warning? Well, you kind of don't. So, we got to be cautious. I mean, think about it. My two dreams that I had, when I woke up, they happened right away. I mean, within like an hour, everything started happening. But, I've had premonition dreams that have happened and... It doesn't come to fruition for a couple years. Granted, I don't remember them as clearly as those dreams because they happened immediately after the dream, so it made it more instantaneously real and it imprints on my brain. But there are times that you will have these premonitions, these dreams, and they'll come to you and you won't know it is a real premonition, a real fucking strong warning that is not symbolic, it is not metaphorical or anything like that is cut dry clear but it doesn't happen for several years so you kind of forget about it or let it go that's why we really need to understand our dreams and especially us and our craft because we are more aware our brains are more open our minds are more able to comprehend and understand and actually make sense of all of this whereas everyone else not everyone else but most people just ignore it as if it's nothing and they think of dreams as oh it's just me going to sleep having a dream sweet dreams you know whatever i also really believe that a lot of our memories and our deja vu can possibly come from dreams i also believe that that shit comes from many other realms and past lives and different being on a different uh universal plane like there's just so many fucking different things that can affect deja vu that i want to get into that because that's a whole other fucking episode but i really truly believe that our dreams are our strongest indicators 
like our it's like a check engine light in your car that's what your dream is only you don't have the manual and you got to try and figure it out yourself most of the time so how do we do that well there's not just one answer all right there are so many factors that go into play when it comes to dreams there's so many different things that you have to take into consideration i'm going to adjust the mic real fast if you hear a weird noise okay it's not just always cut dry like the two dreams i was talking about and you have to think about the dreams like my lion dream that dream took a lot of time for me to understand and to really figure out what was happening what the point was but at five years old i had no fucking clue i didn't even know that dream interpretation was a real thing at the time now I know it was telling me to embrace who I am, be myself, quit pretending to be someone I'm not to appease the masses. I am in control now and things are different because I understand what I should have done. I mean, I should have embraced my witchy side way back when. And I think it was just my courage, you know, telling me when they were going to be there because it never got me. So, you know. But that's how you have to take into account. So, there's so many possibilities. What was the main focus of the dream? What was the main thing happening in the dream? The main event or the main object or person or animal or thing or whatever. What was the main focus of the dream? What was that thing doing? What was that person or that animal or that object? What, what was happening? What was it doing? What was going on? Who all was there? Were there multiple people, just one person? Do you know the people? Were there people that you made up? People that you didn't know? Who all was there? Were people dead? Were they alive? What's going on? Um, so let me, let, me, let me answer a little better. So a friend once told me that she had a dream about a snake. Okay? And I was like, okay. She's like, well, what does that mean? I was like, I, I don't fucking know. Like, I need a lot more context here. So she went on to tell me about the dream. She had a dream that there was a snake on her yard and she grabbed a, a shovel and she cut the snake's head off. Like, you know, she killed the snake and because apparently in the dream, the snake was going after her child or, or something. I don't remember exactly who it was. It was either her or her kid. It might've been both going after them. She grabbed the shovel, killed the snake and saved the day in her dream. So that's why I asked, you know, what was the snake doing? Who all was there? Was the snake dead or alive? If it's dead, did you kill it? Was it friendly? Whatever. So in that case, with the snake and her killing it, that told me that she either has recently or needs to, that there is a person in her life who is not a very good person. Someone who may be like super nice to their face and everything, but then puts on, you know, puts on a show in front of her and then stab her in the back or you know there's somebody in there she needs to cut out of her life and it turns out she did there there was somebody that she needed to do that with and she did it and things were great and she was very happy and it all made sense to her now she saved her kids because of somebody who was affecting her child she cut him out things were much better so like i said it just really depends on what's going on how things worked out in the dream and what all happened it's not just one part one piece if you have in that dream, I would say if she said that the snake was there and it was friendly and didn't hurt anybody, and my idea that would be like a hey, you need to open your eyes. There is somebody going on 
that you need to deal with. But in this situation, she had already killed the snake and did it and taken care of it. And in her real life, she had already cut somebody out of her life that was harming her child. So, in that dream, it may have seemed like a scary bad dream. But in reality, it was her. It was basically her subconscious in the universe saying, hey, you did the right thing. You you did what needed to be done. They were a true snake. You're good to go. But if she would have said that the snake was friendly, I would say you need to take a closer look at your circle. You know? It's like I said, just depends. There's so many factors to play here. So again, there's just so many different factors that come into play that we need to pay attention to to understand exactly what we're trying, what what our brains are trying to, to make us see. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, I just wow. Never mind. Whew. So let's talk about some of the common symbolizations. I knew I was gonna fuck that word up. In dreams that kind of happen to pop up in a lot of dreams, and then it kind of gives us a better look at like what's going on and how to interpret things. So, a lot of people always have a fear of or a dream about taking a test or um, having uh, to answer questions, or I think public speaking probably even would go along with this one. And that usually symbolizes a self-evaluation or pressure you're dealing with or something that's going on in your life that's causing you to really think about yourself or analyze yourself or you've got a lot of things going on that are really worrisome or causing a lot of pressure on you. There's something going on. That seems to be pretty common. A lot of people are like, oh, I had a dream. I was back in school. I was taking a test. I didn't know the answers. I hadn't studied, blah, blah, blah usually you're trying to evaluate yourself or kind of take a look maybe you're maybe it's time to uh do a little shadow work and try to see what's deep down that's causing this to happen cheating partners i said i've had many of them not cheating partners dreams it's usually a sign that you're afraid of losing something not necessarily the person but something you are afraid that something is going to be taken away or there's going to be a loss of something. It could be even somebody, but it normally is never actually about your partner. Also, side note, have you guys noticed that in your dreams, there are always people that you know or look similar to people you know? Our brains are not capable of creating somebody else in our image. Like, we just can't do it for some reason. Like scientists say anyway, maybe we can't fucking know. But they say the reason why you always have a lot of people that look like you in your dream or that look familiar in dreams or people you know is because your brain can only create out of people you know or parts of them. So sometimes you'll have people who kind of look like somebody you know, but you don't really know them. It's either someone you've seen before in public somewhere or on TV, or it's a metamorphosis of two or three people combined that you know and turn into like a new person, even though it's not technically new because it's versions of other people it's kind of crazy a dream about falling could be uh, related to losing control of something um in the first one in the example i gave originally the snake represents um just as it sounds you know like a shady person somebody who um, something bad and maybe it not necessarily mean exactly a person but it is since it is a living thing in the dream I, i'm assuming Nine times out of ten, it's going to have to, or it's going to mean representing a person, but it's usually someone who is pretending to be 
or maybe genuinely cares about you to your face, but also does not have your best interests in mind and will turn around and be very fucking shady behind your back, really. I mean, that's what a snake is, honestly. Dreams about being chased usually have something to do with you being held back or repressed or um, fear, aggression, uh, losing something. Uh, It's a lot of different things in there. But that really is a common theme with being chased. Naked. If you have a dream that you were naked, it usually has to do with vulnerability, exposure, embarrassment. There's something, you know, there's emotions that are coming up and um, maybe something you need to look at or deal with or take a closer look at. Animals seem to play a big role in a lot of people's dreams. I, like I said, was a lion, but I've seen a lot of people have a lot of dreams about weird fucking animals. Some animals I've never heard of in my life. I'm like, wait a minute. I need to look that up because I don't know what that is. Which makes sense, though, because I've had dreams about animals that I thought I just made up, but actually, like, they are real animals. I just never heard of them or seen them before. Or knew their name, I guess. So, animals usually represent your connection to nature, but, 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 specific animals have different meanings. For instance, elephants are signs of good luck, stability, power, uh, wisdom, family, positivity, even memory. Cats, <laughs> if you're dreaming about cats, it's usually a need to feel loved or a fear of uh, facades and fake people or your, um, excuse me, uh, your uh, your desire to gain love from someone who maybe you don't think loves you, you're not sure, or you don't even know if they know you exist kind of thing. Dogs are usually, um, represent insight, assistance, loyalty, protection, uh, fidelity, uh, intuition. Rabbits, again, are luck and fortune, fertility, love. (laughs) Apes, chimps, monkeys, gorillas. They usually represent mimicking or copying, hence the phrase, uh, ape... (laughs) (laughs) fuck it never mind I'm gonna fuck that phrase up I'm just gonna stop talking about things that I'm wow you guys it's been a day it's my day off and it's just been my brain is like nope but apes you know like people always talk about how apes mimic humans when they see them or whatever but usually if you're having a dream about any kind of primate like that it's usually something to do with feeling like maybe there's somebody talking about you or making fun of you or copying you and wanting to be like you or you're subconsciously have noticed that there's somebody who is starting to adjust their appearance their style their words or anything to kind of copy or mimic you and that's your subconscious way of saying hey open your eyes pay attention they're doing this so I only laugh because I've actually had a dream like that before and I didn't realize what was happening until much later. And it's like, oh, fuck. Like, that's fucking funny. But it was out of flattery, so I guess I can't be too mad. And then I ended up doing some psycho shit, but that's a whole other story. For another episode. Bears in your dreams usually represent uh, your childhood or maternal instincts. Maybe something like with your, um, with being a parent or... Um, maybe your own parents, your own mother, or something like that. But usually it has something to do with, you know, like the whole uh, mama bear thing. Yeah, that's kind of uh, 
what bears represent in dreams. Kind of the same concept. Now, lions and tigers usually, not always, but a lot of times, they do represent sexuality. They Because they're very sleek and, you know, and cheetahs, any kind of big cats will represent sexuality. But not always. Not always. For instance, uh, like I said, the lion can also mean that you're being lied to or it's your courage, your pride. It just depends, again, on the context and the different things happening and the situation, the place, the people. There's so many different factors, and that's why I keep repeating, but you have to really take into account all the different aspects and factors and characteristics and fucking everything in it and kind of put it together. And like I said, the snake, just as it sounds, someone shady and it's, you know, there's someone shady in your circle. Babies usually actually represent your desire for babies or your need to feel love. I (laughs) used to have dreams all the time about being a mom or having babies when I was younger before I ever met Trav. And after I met him, I never had him again. So, makes sense now. If you have dreams about death, it's usually um, a sign that something needs to change or something is going to change if it's a premonition type dream. It's not normally a dream about real death. Like, not real actual death. It's normally just about change and something needs to stop. It's kind of like the death card in tarot. It's not someone's going to die. It's something needs to end. Something needs to stop. Something needs to change. needs to be something different. If you have a dream about killing or murder or something like that, and you're the one doing it, it's usually your desire to end or kill an aspect of your personality. Something that you are not happy with about yourself, or it could even be hostility towards someone else. So if it's someone in your dream that you are killing, it could be something to do with an anger or an issue you have with that person. And since it's our subconscious in charge, it may be something that we are not even actively realizing that we have an issue with. Maybe something that we need to really do some work to figure out why we have this, this hostility that we didn't even know we had. <laughs> Excuse me, dreams about people. Um, like I said, people we don't know in our dreams, they're always going to have different faces. But when we have dreams about people, it's usually representing different personality traits, different each one of our different personalities, really. Because, you know, we all have not necessarily multiple personalities, but we kind of do. Um, you act different around certain people. You are a different person around different people because you only let people see so much of who you really are. And it's not that we're shady. It's not that we are, you know, trying to hide something or be something different. That's just how we are as humans. We only let people have so much Now, there are some people who just are the same exact, no matter who is in the room, they don't change or alter anything. I thrive to be someone like that. I really do. For the most part, I am very open and people do see a lot of me, but there are a lot of things I keep close to the vest because I know how people can be. I know that no matter how much someone says that they're your friend or whatever, there are many times when you walk out of the room, they will talk mad shit about you. That's just how people are. And I don't think it's necessarily them being a dick or meaning to. I think it's just because some people are hardwired to want and crave acceptance from others that they will do whatever is in 
quote unquote with the people they are at with their circle at that exact moment so for instance like I said before my family many of them are great when we are one on one we can have a great conversation things are normal and fine but as soon as other members of the family come around they are right there to make jokes and um, pick fun at and just be assholes to me or whoever person and that's just how they are and that's how those people of my family are the ones that I've I've been working to cut so I mean I don't want to get into all of that because that again is a whole other episode but people have different representations in our dreams in many ways a lot of times when we have dreams about a lost loved one that dream can be really emotional when you wake up from it but it's it's got a lot of depth to it when we have dreams of like my dad who passed away in 2016 when I would dream of him coming to me I've had multiple of them sometimes the dreams represent a message of him saying I'm still here I'm watching it's, it's him using his energy to let me know work its way into my subconscious to let me know he's watching he knows we're here you know he's here things are good Sometimes it's him sending me a message and there's other factors in there and I've got to figure it out. But my dad's pretty good at using the right things to lead me to the message pretty quickly. And sometimes it is our personality or our characteristic traits that we got from that person or that person has in common with us or, you know, we've kind of bonded on that type of way we act or whatever it may be that is being represented in that situation. So my dad wouldn't technically be there, but for instance, um, his, uh, uh, what do I want to say? Um, without giving away too much of something here. Um, so like my dad showing up in a dream might be his representation of my characteristics of knowing how to work electronics and computers and things like that in a situation where I'm trying to fix something, you know what I mean? Like, it just depends on what's going on, what the situation is, what's happening, before I can say directly, okay, this is this reason and that's that reason. Sex and dreams is not actually about sex. I mean, sometimes it, it could be, but it usually is um, about your desire for connection, for um, closeness and emotional bonding, things like that, and desire for that. And I mean, it can actually just be a desire for sex, too. It just really depends. And I think it's more when it's like a lucid dream that it more would be um, when it's an actual desire for sex. But everybody's different, so it could be completely different. Water could have a lot of meanings, but two of the most common ones depend on what's happening with the water. Is it calm water? Calm water represents inner peace and tranquility and calmness, like the calm water. So it, it depends on what exactly is happening if you're searching for water, if you're searching for just calm, easy water, you know, water in general, it's usually your search for peace or happiness or inner issues you're dealing with. Choppy waters, like choppy water out in the ocean, like if you're on a boat or whatever, usually represent chaos and a lot of things happening at once and confusion and frustration and uh, fears and doubt and um, danger, things like that. Colors. Okay, colors can even play a big fucking part in our dreams. So, take for instance, I had a dream one time where everybody was wearing 
a certain color, which I don't want to get into because it's going to give a lot about that dream, and I'd rather, I'm still working on that dream, so I don't want to, because that was like a whole, like, big, big situation that I need to do some more uh, shadow work with, but in that dream, everybody was wearing the same color shirt. They were all different shades of the color, but they were all wearing the same color, and I was like, that's fucking weird. That just stuck with me in that dream, like, every person in there. A lot of pieces, people didn't even have faces, which also represents our need for privacy, our need for um, keeping things to ourselves. Maybe it represents you have a secret. It could represent um, your, I mean, really, there's a lot of options. It just depends on what is happening with those people. Are they a big role in it? Are they doing anything? Or is it just an extra, like in a movie, you know, there's an extra there. Does that make sense? I hope it does. So anyway, colors really have a big play in it too. Just like I said when I was doing the astral projection, we kind of went into the room cycle towards or whatever. I think I was entering the room cycle at one point and I kind of pulled myself back out, but I was looking for my blue ball. I don't even own a fucking blue ball, but I was looking for the blue ball. And it was like a light blue indigo, which is more about, you know, uh, for me, the light blue and indigo kind of together are about peace and tranquility and things like that but colors can have many different meanings so let's just do a quick refresher on some of the meanings of colors again I want to remind everyone these are what colors mean to me and you're going to be different in many ways because not everybody is going to have the same feeling or reaction from a color we're not going to have the same feelings and reactions from crystals or herbs or oils or anything we all have our own things so we could be very similar and have 99% of them the exact same and have one different or we can have them all exact same it just depends everybody's different so you may have some things that are just a hair bit off but in general these are pretty common with a lot of people so black would be grounding protection reversing learning blue communication good fortune um, growth, serenity, tranquility, brown, blessing, animals, earth, money crisis, copper, business, success, passion, money, gold, masculine, abundance, uh, male energy, positivity, gray would be loneliness, glamour, uh, contemplation, and removing negativity, green, prosperity, money, healing, growth, luck, envy, greed, indigo, um, spirit guides, psych ability, meditation, tranquility, peace, calm, lavender, knowledge, intuition, safety, calming, cl- grounding, light blue is spirituality, tranquility, peace, protection, orange, creativity, self-expression, overcoming addiction, ambition, fun, uh, opportunity, Pink, love, compassion, femininity, healing, purple, wisdom, influence, spirit, power, change, luck, red, love, passion, vitality, strength, survival, courage, uh, power, conviction, action, silver, feminine, stability, intuition, dreams, victory, moon, magic, violet, spirituality, connection, to a higher self, goddess, instinct, white, all-purpose, many different options, unity, cleansing, peace, balance, healing, innocence, calming, tranquility, peace. I think I said peace twice. (laughs) Yellow, pleasure, success, happiness, learning, memory, concentration, inspiration, charm, 
and I also put innocence in if it's like a light yellow. But those are just some of the colors. I mean, obviously there's many, many different shades of each color and they're going to mean something different to other people. So in conclusion, basically our dreams are our subconscious telling us something. Sometimes it's just something minor like, hey, you left this paper that you did in like 1962. It is in your mother's attic. I mean, honestly, it could be something literally like that or it could be as very important and does dire fucking need to get information to you as like hey you're gonna have a car wreck tomorrow don't fucking go that way don't do it i mean it could literally be anything and that's the cool thing with our dreams they can super be they can be super clear or make you really work for it figure out what the fuck's happening But if we don't take time to really embrace them and and pay attention and try to understand what's happening, well, then we're never really going to know what's what, honestly. And it, uh, it can be a huge benefit to us if we can have that little bit of insight, that little bit of heads up onto what's happening or what's going on. Or It's kind of like doing shadow work with a crossword puzzle that the clues are just very vague and it's a Sunday edition and you're using pens so you gotta really work for it you know what I mean but take the time to really understand your dreams and just have fun with it I mean there's so many things that can go into play I mean you can literally go all out and have this big all right notebook of Alright, I remember this person had this on, and this person said this, and this animal did that. And you can really just get really deep into it and connect in a different way. Or you can just be breezy and be like, ah, you know what? There was a cat in there. I need some attention. You know? I mean, honestly, there's so many things to it. But I will say, as a witch and learning about dreams and how to interpret them and how they work and how our brains feed us this information through our conscious, I have realized that I am now doing things in my craft that I'm, my subconscious is literally just like, I don't even know how to explain it. I will do something and it'll be like second nature. Like I've done it a million times when it's something I've only done like maybe once or twice, but it's because my subconscious did it in a dream and it's coming to me as if it were real life memory. It's fucking weird. But there's so many little things like that that happen. Because we're so open-minded. We are different. Our minds are more and con- more open, more um, acceptable to this type of information. And more easily able to understand it and comprehend it. People will constantly say, oh, I had this really fucked up dream. And they'll tell you and you'll be like, no, that that's not really fucked up. Like, th- that means that, you know, because it just comes to you. Whereas they're like, oh, no, that's not what it means. That's, that's probably because I ate some ice cream for went to bed. Like, what? Huh? But I will say, it has been said, I don't know if it's scientifically proven, but different foods do actually create different dream type. I don't want to say create different dreams. Influence your dreams. Travis will literally eat foods on purpose so you can have fucked up dreams 
but Travis has been having a lot of fucked up dreams lately about shit, and he will tell me them, and my brain instantly starts to decode them, and it kind of scares me, not really scares me, but there are things I don't want to tell him what his dreams mean, and not that they're bad, it's just that I don't know if he's ready for that, you know, but it's, it's really nice to have the knowledge of how to figure out our dreams and how to understand that they are really little post-it notes from the universe and from the little guy that lives inside of our heads that's always made to be kept quiet because he has no voice and he, he can only act things out. And it's like a little note from him like, hey, you need this. Or it's like shopping list. You, you need need some attention. You need some peace. You need to deal with this situation of these people or this issue that's happening or blah, 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 blah. There's just so many different aspects to them, to the dreams that really just, once you know about them, once you understand how to interpret and how to get to the meaning of it, it really changes everything. It really does. And as far as the craft world goes, having the ability to understand them it's like doing shadow work at night while you're sleeping. But having to, like, you know, go back and read the notes later. I hope that makes sense. Because I said you have to do some shadow work to figure out some of it sometimes. But, it, I mean, that's just how it is. If you're having, like, a lot of nightmares and stuff, you might want to do some shadow work to see what kind of traumas they are that caused it. Or kind of PTSD you might have that you don't even know about. Again, that's the wonderful thing about us and being witches. That we are more open to all of that. And we know how to solve our issues. We know how to address our problems, figure out what's happening, and fix them. Whereas other people are like, yeah, I don't know what happened, and they'll dwell on it instead of dealing with it like we can. So, uh, a lot of people do say that they have trouble remembering their dreams, and I am one of those people. So, what I like to do, and I know a lot of people do this, and I've actually said it many times before, keep a pad of paper and something to write with, pen, pencil, next to your bed or wherever you sleep. And when you wake up in the middle of the night from a dream, write down as much of it as you can remember as possible. And then when you wake up and you have more time later, go back, read those notes, and it should, like, trigger your memory to pull that dream back out of the file so you can kind of go back over it. And then there are times that it may be, like, you can write it down everything, and it may not be, like, right away that you fully understand or remember it, but something can happen, like, a month later and be like, fuck. I remember my dream now. I remember what happened. And it's so crazy because it's like our subconscious is like, hey, I gave you the note. Did you not get it? Let me slap you and remind you again real quick. It's just kind of cool, you know? It's like the little guy in our brains working extra hard to make sure we know shit. So, oops. I just kicked something. I don't know what it was. But that's all I've got for today. I just really wanted to... um, dive into some dream talk because like I said, tribes been having a lot of fucked up dreams and ever since I learned that they have deep meanings sometimes, most times and there's a lot of stuff that doesn't really make sense until you understand what you're doing. So also, real quick guys, I think I mentioned this slightly. I don't know. I may have deleted it. Um or I might not deleted, but it might have been one of the sections that didn't record as I was talking for like an hour <laughs> not long ago. I don't know if I told you guys about that or not. I was recording and I looked down and I wasn't even fucking recording. So I've been talking for quite a while about it and hadn't even recorded about lots of things. But anyway, point is. So I think I'm going to write a book 
and before you're like, <laughs> you don't know. It's not going to be like that. Like, I'm not going to write a book, like a novel or anything. I'm going to create a reference guide. I, so the title I'm kind of playing around with. I've already started on it. The title I'm kind of playing around with. You know, have you guys heard of the physician's uh, desk reference guide or something like that? The physician's desk side reference guide or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but something is something similar. Well, this would be the witch's altar side reference guide or something like that. I know it sounds so dumb. Just hear me out. But I've told you guys I have my little companion, my book of shadows companion. Because I don't know what else to call it. So now I'm going to call it the witch's altar side reference book or altar companion. I don't fucking know. The Witch's Book of Shadow Altar Companion. I don't know. I gotta fucking work with the title. Anyway, I think what I'm gonna do, or what I've started to do, is, um, because I have mine. I I have mine. I've told you guys about it. I keep, like, little reference guides in here. Like, it's a, it's a mixture of different reference guides. It is a mixture of, um, magic colors and how colors you know, what colors mean to what, my cheat sheet for herbs and what they do, but they represent the same with oils are in here with crystals, um, so many different things, a quick reference guide to tarot, what each cup usually, or which each cup, fuck me, what each card represents, opening your chakras, what chakras each ones are, the wheel of the year, um, runes, literally so many fucking things are in my little, my little reference book here. And I really think that it, other people could benefit from it. So why am I keeping it to myself if I could share it with others? And palm reading notes, literally, like there's so much shit in here. And it's not like a full, like super in-depth on everything. It's basically like a quick reference to the more common things that um, we might use or that we might need. But it's so nice and handy to have it all in one spot. There's a whole section on moon phases. What um, spells are, you know, what moon phases are good for what type of spells and things like that. So I'm really thinking that this might be a super good idea. <laughs> Keep going back and forth on it. But honestly, I really think it might be a cool thing. And whether I sell it to other people or not, I'm really, I'm going to create one anyway, and at least make copies to give to, um, some local witches, and, I don't know, maybe it turns out into something, maybe it doesn't, but if it does, it'll be super cheap, because that is my one thing, I'm so tired of everything being so fucking expensive, when it doesn't cost that much to put it together to do it, so, um, I, I don't want it to be a thing where, oh, I really want this book, but I'm not going to pay, like, X million dollars for it because that's stupid. I'm literally just going to make it where it's super affordable. And if I make 50 cents off of it, cool. I still helped people and I'm being the person that I needed growing up. So I don't know. Let me know what you think. I'm excited. If you guys have any other ideas or things you think I should add to it, also let me know. Um, I'm pretty pumped and I want to make it as full of info as I possibly can. So it's super useful, super handy, and be something that everybody wants to have. So that's all I got. Um, again, real quick, uh, I don't know how the ads are working. Um, so 
this should be the second episode, I think, that has a new Spotify for podcasters platform ad that I actually read. I do not know if there are national brand ads in these um, episodes. There should, if there is, there should only be one and it should be super quick. Um, It's just something that Spotify's having me do right now. Not something I want to do forever and that I'm promising I'm going to try to keep it to just the one until they make me not have to do it anymore. Um, But I will keep you up to date on what I find out about that. So, hope everyone has a wonderful day, week, night, month, whatever it is that you're listening to this. I hope it's fantastic. And let's make sure we are uh, doing something super witchy every day. And we are just having an amazing day. We are manifesting the best fucking day ever and making it all awesome, right? Because if you think red car, red car, all you're going to see is red cars. So if you think bad, 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 same thing. So we're going to turn it into good, good, good. We're going to manifest the fuck out of a great day. All right, guys. Bless be. Love you. Bye.